0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. We can tell how this week's going, folks. <laughs> I am Michelle Kane of Voice Matters. I am here as ever with my podcast partner in crime, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. How are
1: you, Karen? I'm doing great, and that's hilarious. Um, we know that PR always lands on the, the list of the top most stressful professions, <laughs> but I I want to believe that our jobs are not as stressful as post office workers. Although sometimes, some days, you really feel like you're dodging dog bites and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and trying to manage all the packages. So and,
0: Well, it is funny. I do have thoughts sometimes when I see them out on their routes. Not that I would necessarily want to do that, but I thought, huh, you know what? You're getting your steps in, you're getting your exercise. <laughs> You get time to just kind of think. I, I know it is, it has a lot of stress. I have a family member who works at the post office, so I know it's not fun and games.
1: That's true, <laughs> especially this time of year. So yeah. Your busy season is also our busy season. So. Yes,
0: it is. We're, we're running for that finish line of the end of year. And well, today we just want to talk about our topic is soloing together about how, you know, even though we're solos, sure, we run our own businesses, but that doesn't mean we always have to work alone. I think it's really great to partner up with other solos to work on larger projects, expand your business. So that's what we are going to chat about today. And I will confess up front, that is one of my goals is to do more of that. And it's, I, I think I have that hump of getting past like, well, where, where do I start? Because, you know, you're so busy in your day to day of, you know, doing your client work and and outside of Of course, I work with graphic designers and web developers, you know, the specialists in the areas where, you know, I either don't have expertise or, you know, you only have so much bandwidth. Outside of that, I think partnering is a great way to grow your business and stay sane.
1: (laughs) It absolutely is. And so, you know, you bring up a great point. Soloing together doesn't, is not reserved for just soloing with other PR pros. It can be what you do all the time is soloing with other solo professionals that have expertise and skill sets that allow you to offer a different mix True. of services to your clients. And so either one of those paths is a really good way. And, and the reason that we're addressing this topic now is because everybody seems on edge about the economy. Yeah. Everybody. And I want to, one, encourage you that please ignore all of the experts who. Speak are saying that this is the worst that it could ever be. And I urge you to ignore them because you should continue to do all of the things that you're doing now. Meet with your financial advisor, talk about your retirement timeline and your short-term and long-term goals to make sure that your portfolios are at the right mix for you. Remember that anything in the stock market, you got to have a long-term view. However, if you are closer to retirement, you may need to balance your portfolio a little bit differently. And a financial advisor can definitely help you with that and make sure that you are on track and then take the advice, do the things and ignore the doom and gloom. Secondly, I want to remind you, and I'll probably pull this out for our solo PR pro members. At one of our conferences years ago, I will never forget Tom Martin talking about how his business went to zero doing nine during 911. Mm. As many of you can relate to. There was zero business. He thrived. He rebounded and he shared some of his advice for making it through something like that. And so I want to encourage you that I started my business in the worst recession that we've had. So now they're referencing that recession that happened when I started my business.
0: Yeah. Now
1: we survive these things, but we survive them by being in the right mindset. Because if you buy into the doom and gloom, that's all you're going to see. And that's how you're going to manage your business. So that's number one. But back to our topic of soloing Something I've done from... Pretty much the start of my business, and I can attest that there are so many benefits to it. This does not mean that you have to build an agency. Right. You do not. It just means that you're building in some additional capacity for your business. So the benefits are collegial. Having somebody to chat with, having somebody to laugh with, having somebody yeah. to rant with, having <laughs> to brainstorm with, with my, you know, with my colleagues, and I'll mention Carolyn specifically because we work together on each other's accounts. We get we bang out stuff faster together than we would alone. And so what yeah. does that mean? It means we're more efficient. You know, we can hop on a phone and we can bang through a piece of content because we're putting our creative juices together and we just work through it rather than sitting on your own and overthinking stuff. And that gives you like that other perspective, it's built in, but I just, you know, one of the biggest things I think is just the support. You know, for example, Carolyn just went on a 10 day vacation and she didn't have to worry because, you know, everybody who works on our team we were there to manage all of the accounts. And so you can go away without worrying. She did not have to show up for a single meeting. She, you know, she checked her email, you know, once a day because she wanted to, but she was able to relax and really enjoy her vacation. And so when we talk about becoming a solo to have that freedom, adding a person to the mix can really help you to really enjoy that even more.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so true. And, and I think even if you're listening to this and wondering, well, how do I get started? I, I've seen it organically happen in our membership group, the PR pro membership group, because that's the perfect place to to drop in and ask a question or present a situation where you're, you know, just need some advice or what would you do? And I have seen that flow into pros working together because it, does help because oh you know I reacted when you said overthinking. Hello, I can overthink with the best of them. And then sometimes it is you know sometimes things flow easily and sometimes I do sit sit there and go, oh my gosh, this is such an easy, you know, event press release to write or whatever. But still you're like, okay, let's do it. Let's power through. You know, so so there are definite advantages to it. And and it's funny. Thank you for saying it that at the top cuz I don't I didn't view it so much as soloing together, but you're right. The way my business is built, the the way I'm able to have this business is knowing there are other solos and and vendors out there who, you know, are more than happy to white label their services to you so you can present as a company front front. I say that as a bad. Sorry. Yeah. That's like I'm fencing jewels, but you know, you can present as your company and and have these experts, you know, on your team. So there's definitely a way to do it. And yeah. you can still maintain, you know, your your business life as a solo.
1: You're right. Sometimes it really happens organically. And we have seen that a lot. Yeah. But if you want to be intentional about it, I would say, number one, think about what your needs are. What do you yeah. need in your business? Is it do you need a strong media relations person? Do you need somebody who's really good at content? Do you need social media skills. So think about what you feel is missing or what one of your weaknesses is. And, and if you were able to add somebody that had that strength, what would that mean for your business? You definitely want to think about what kinds of clients would you go after if you could team up with someone. Yeah. And so when you're really clear on you know what you need and who you want to go after as a team, that makes it a little bit easier to start reaching out because now you can reach out within your network and say, hey, I'm looking to you know, team up with someone and here's what I'm looking for. One of the biggest barriers, I think, for many solos is they're worried about starting now when you don't have the business in your mind to support giving away a portion of your income. Hmm. But I would encourage you to start with something small. For example, you say, you know what? Media relations is labor intensive and it is. And you know what? I can do it. I enjoy it. I'm good at it. But I I really need more time to be more strategic and focus on business development. Look at your client space, carve out a few hours and hire someone to work with you. That way, you get to test them out on something small. You really get to assess how they work, if they truly have the skill set that you need. And if it seems like they work out and you like the way they work, you guys seem to be a good fit, you get along well, you understand one another, then you can move on to more business. I know that it seems, you know, really counterintuitive to take the money that you feel like you need right now and spend it, but making that investment in adding a person, I can promise you from personal experience, you will never miss a penny of it because it will free up your mind space to be more productive for your clients, to be more strategic about your business and to do more business development thanks to Solo PR Pro for myself too, I can remember taking a huge leap immediately after a conference and bringing on somebody and writing that check every month was, at first it was like,
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> but I never looked back. So I yeah. write a lot of checks now. I, yeah. I just do. And, and I, my lifestyle is better. And mm-hmm. if you ask me to... Tell you logically how this all works out. I can't tell you logically, (laughs) but I can just tell you I write a lot of checks. Somehow it all works out, and I'm never lacking, and I never ever miss the money.
0: Like like we say here in in Philly, trust the process.
1: (laughs) The process does work. If you're the most introverted of solos and you love working on your own, I would say think about the future. How can you economy proof your business? Even if your intention is, you know what? Selling through 2023 with everything that's happening, I want to make sure that I add this extra layer of protection to my solo business. So maybe it's not something that you want to do forever. Maybe it's something that you just want (laughs) to test out for a little while. Add a person.
0: Yeah. And, and even to piggyback back, I love starting with something small because it's it's definitely, you know, so much of business is like dating. It's like, do, do we get along? It's all good. And even if you're not sure, even if, you're st- even if that doesn't work for you or you think, oh, I don't know, set up a virtual coffee time with somebody, you know, do a quick one-on-one. Hey, you know, can you hop on Zoom for a half hour? I'd like to learn more about your business. Just see how you know, if we could work with each other down the road, because that plants the seed with the other person, they learn about you and what you can offer. And then when, when, and if they have a need, you may be, you know, on their short list of people they would approach to work with. So it can go both ways. And it's always fun to talk with other pros, you know, people in business, it's so much fun to talk shop. And it I find that invigorating. And, you know, especially, you know, working in a room by ourselves, as we most of us tend to do. It's, it's, You don't realize how important that is until you have done it after not having done it for quite a while.
1: And I think working with other people, the same that it does in corporate settings, it makes you better. Yes. You examine your own processes. Sometimes you pick up something from somebody else that they're doing and you're like, oh, I, you know, I never thought of doing it that way. I like that. Mm -hmm. Carolyn and I have, you know, I feel like we have this hybrid thing going where you know, she's picked up things from me. I picked up things from her and we sort of put it all together, but we're still our own individual people. We still have our own individual businesses, but we work together every day. And it's just, it just makes the job much more fun. Even if, again, you are, you know, that person that wants to be, you know, I'm going to make a Gilmore Girls reference. Sorry to the people who haven't seen it. (laughs) Even if you want to be like Paris in the cave, When the newspaper was caving around her. So even if you love like just working by yourself, that person is not in your space. You still have your alone time. You still get to do things your way, but you also get the best of that other world where you get to tap into someone else as well.
0: Yes, agree, agree and it's it's not directly related to soloing together but for a while um, geography has kind of pulled us all apart people have moved away but for a couple of years a friend of mine took it upon himself to create what he called the social something round table social business round table and it was voluntarily on a saturday morning we all got out of bed early and sat around a table talked shop you know how do you do this or oh, what are you doing giggled a lot Cause we had similar sensibilities and it was great. Like you say, I mean, to this day, I have a stock photo site that I use just because I was sitting next to someone, you know, I was like, Oh, what's that? Oh, that's great. Yeah, It's, it's the little things and the big things, because I also find that it's, that it's affirming. I don't know about you, Karen, but sometimes you get these moments of, "Ugh, do I even know what I'm doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and yeah. then you can get around other other solo professionals do you realize oh oh i do i'm actually kind of good at it <laughs> yeah it, and so, that
1: you're absolutely right i you know again yeah. we can support and encourage one another learn stuff no one knows everything and no. i love what you said cuz i remember when you used to to do those meetings That's another great, great way to find people to partner with is completely, you know, if you are, we're all capable of doing this because we're in PR, even the most introverted among us can organize something, organize something locally, organize Mm -hmm. a get together where you guys just talk shop and share ideas. You don't have to do it routinely organize, you know, organize it once see how it goes. And if it's something that you want to put on the calendar monthly or quarterly, go for it. But that's a great way to dig a little deeper and see if there's somebody that you have a a business chemistry with and somebody that you might want to explore. And again, that person does not have to be a PR person. No, it could be someone that has a different expertise, but it does help. I do want to share like practically, because some people have never teamed up. Practically, how does this work? Yeah. Yeah. Practically one agency is the lead. So if you secure the business, it's your business, you're the account lead, it's your account, you have ownership, you present one single invoice to the client. In my, in my world, clients know exactly how we work. We are a virtual scalable agency so they're used to us all having our own emails because I'm very careful about, you know, adhering to independent contractor laws. We all have our own email addresses. It's no big deal. I'll sometimes create a group for a client. So it may be like, you know, words for hire PR at mm-hmm. words for hire com. So it'll be an alias mm-hmm. because I use Google Business. So you can do that. And then that way, the client doesn't have to like send emails with their individual thing. They can just send it to a group email. But clients are well aware that we're all senior business leaders that own our own businesses, but there should only be one presenting company. Right. So that's really key. One presenting invoice. It's really important to be transparent about budgets, expectations and what people are going to be paid. So I always ask if I'm working with somebody, you know, if we're bringing somebody new in, what are your rates? Because I'm not going to dictate what you charge. I want to know what you charge. And then we're going to look at the budget and we're going to slice and dice it accordingly. I'm always clear with people about what I have in the budget that I can pay. If they work by hourly, then I'll say, here's how many hours I have for this. And so i be sure to not be afraid to address any of that. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I also pay everybody yes. it, regardless of when the client payments come in. So I always have enough budget already in my bank account to pay everybody. Even if a client is late, no matter what happens, I'm going to pay you. If you work with me, you are going to get paid. Most of the time, it's right at the top of the month. Sometimes I pay before the invoices even come in because I just want to get it done. But I know that other people sometimes agree to pay when clients pay. That's your business because it's your business. But you have to be very clear with people and you all have to be in agreement. I would also say that have an agreement between you and another solo. Yes. Yes. You do want a written document. No, you don't want to do this on a handshake and a smile, right? Have everything in writing. There are tons of independent contractor agreements. If you need one, you can hit me up at Karen at soloprpro.com If you're a solo PR pro member, I'm pretty sure we have them in the get it in writing book. Mm-hmm. We also have a getting it in writing book that's free to the public, but it doesn't have the customizable templates, but they're all over the place. You can go yeah. to rocket lawyer, legal zoom, they're everywhere but have an agreement. Sometimes a lot of solos will have their own independent agreements because they're used to doing those. Mm-hmm. But put it in writing and make sure that you both sign it and make sure that you both talk about the terms. That's really really important. This is a business right. transaction. I don't care if it's your best friend from kindergarten that you're deciding to team up with. Put it in writing. Make sure that you guys are really clear. Make sure that you're clear on responsibilities. Who is going to be the primary client contact is every if the client uses slack for a communication channel will you have all of your team members in the slack channel or will one of you take the lead on you know slack and communications like that just talk about it be clear because that's what makes a relationship really work and then you know you guys have to talk about okay if a difference comes up how do we resolve that talk about that You know, the best business advice I ever got was from a a lovely mentor who said, you know, when you do go into a new business deal, you want to talk about everything in that honeymoon period, everything, work (laughs) it all out, write it all down. Because if you ever get to the stage where you're fighting or in danger of divorce, it will all be documented. Mm -hmm. So do everything when you're happy and love each other. And you're excited about the process (laughs) because if you hit a bump in the road, you want to have something to fall back on. Yeah. And don't be afraid if something doesn't go as planned, it's a relationship and you have to just assess, is this something that we just need to work through as, you know, human beings, because you kind of, can knock heads on stuff or have different styles on something or different opinions. Can you work through it? Or is this like a deal breaker for me? Is there, is this just not the right fit for me?
0: Yeah. That's, that's come up. That. <laughs> yeah. That, that's come up from time to time where, you know, sometimes the other professional, sometimes it's like a, an issue with deadlines, you know, and you think, Oh, well that's not good. Because that, you know, reflects poorly on all of you, and you know, it's just not terribly professional. So I love what you said about hashing it all out, and I agree across the board. You know, if and, and generally, if if it's if it's other people, you know, like a designer or something that I'm bringing on board, yeah, I act as the lead. I get their quote, they get paid through me. Blah 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 blah. You know, it's really it's almost like the agency model, right? But like anything else. Managing those expectations, laying it all out, coming to an agreement. Don't leave any stone unturned. If I could pull up any more cliches today. (laughs) (laughs) And just make sure that you're all, that you're all working from the same point of view.
1: I would also say, you know, sometimes you really have to take your emotions out of it. Oh, completely. And don't feel bad If something doesn't work, don't let it go on. This is the beauty of independent contractor agreements is that you're not obligated to treat them like an employee. They're not. If it doesn't work, you're just done and you move on. Mm -hmm. Over the years, I've gotten faster and better about that, about just cutting ties like, nope, doesn't work. Nope, makes me work too much to do what you really (laughs) should know how to do and it doesn't mean that my heart doesn't break a little at that but right. i also have come to this new understanding that i have a responsibility for a business yeah that is exactly my responsibility and and i'm being held accountable for that so don't feel bad it, it it's okay and i think that if you just state that up front with somebody like well let's try this for a month yeah Make your agreement a month. Say, let's try yeah. for a month and see if it works for both of us. Talk exactly. about it at the end. And if it doesn't work out, you know, yeah. you part ways and you remain friends. Or if you were never friends and you part ways and you still keep it friendly.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. Because it is if a small you, world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and just because somebody doesn't work out for you, it it's not a reflection on their skill set or right. who they are as a human being. It just means it wasn't the right fit for your needs. So. Right. It's okay. That happens. And I promise you in this process, you'll kiss some frogs. <laughs>
0: oh, completely. And, you know, and, and even in doing so, it does help you learn more about you and how you were conducting business of, oof, how did I not see X? Or wow, that was a surprise. You know? Because there are
1: sometimes subtle things that you wouldn't think to put on paper. Um, for example, I'm going to say this. (laughs) You guys are going to hate me for this, but there are just little tiny things that I notice like, oh, that kind of bothers me. I hate too many words. And I'm not talking about in documents. I hate over communication. It drives me (laughs) over the top. So I don't want to get a 10-page email about something that you're thinking about. I really, I I don't care. Can you just... (laughs) Do what you're supposed to do over there. So, I, I what do you want? To, it's like I would have never been able to articulate that, but now when when it happened, it made me more aware. Like, oh my god, I that vexes my soul. Like, it's like well <laughs> on a talk for to me, and I can't take it. I can't live with this. Please <laughs> go away.
0: Yeah, I, I've had that experience. I've I've been on the receiving end of essays, and I'm thinking what does this have to do with the two questions I asked about the thing next week? I don't,
1: I don't care about exactly your theories. More. <laughs> and also I don't want people that are asking permission to do yeah. their job. If you are contacting me and saying, should I follow up with that reporter? You and I are going to just have a huge issue. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're going
1: up and down until it's almost like worthy of a restraining
0: order. Yeah, like, yeah. we're we're empowering you to do your yeah. job. You know,
1: I, I'm being facetious. I hope I just maybe I, feel like I have to say that just in case a reporter. <laughs> I am not advocating. Oh, reporters. <laughs> oh that part. <laughs> not advocating that.
0: yeah and and you know clarity and communication is so key i mean i've i've been on the receiving end as well of you know or here's here's the best practice Uh, okay yeah i know that what do you want from this do you want me to take an action
1: (laughs) yeah and again you know that is a personality issue but i bring that up to say that even if a solo and you don't work out soloing together, you do learn things about yourself and things about your practice. Yes. I also, you know, tongue in cheek, some of the things that I just said, but on a, on a more, you know, upbeat and and really beneficial note, you can learn things about yourself that improve you. Oh, totally. you You know, I have, sometimes I, you know, and stopped in my tracks and go you're not doing a very good job of being clear on your needs or hmm you were a little too loose about that and you know so it has made me a better practitioner and continues to make me a better practitioner so you know I'm not so stuck in my ways that I won't bend on everything but I am aware of the things that annoy me and at this stage of life I've decided some of the things that annoy me it's like it annoys me. I know that about myself. I accept it. I can live with it. And so this is just the way that it is.
0: (laughs) It's so true though. And I, and I do love learning things about myself and and getting that feedback because working on your own, it's feedback is hard to come by (laughs) sometimes except through these experiences and you, and you get a little checking yourself and you think, huh, Okay. Right. Good point. And yeah. And but you know that feedback also
1: you'll get positive feedback when you work with yeah. somebody else and they point out something that's great about you that you yeah. really didn't recognize. That's very helpful. So it's not yeah. the feedback of, "Hey, you know, you can improve in this area," but right. it can also be like, "Wow, you're so good at X." Yeah. yeah. And and I. I've had blind spots about my own abilities that Carolyn has brought out in me. And, and sometimes people uncover things that you just don't know, and then you can lean into that a little bit more. So again, yeah. I just think the whole process, even when it doesn't work out, makes you better. And Brilliant. I, I would just, you know, encourage you all to at least try it, like yes. give it a shot and, and don't like give one person 30 days and then decide, ugh, I hate this whole thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> be patient, be patient. <laughs> yeah and and you know a good place to start is you know ask somebody to meet up if, if you're not sure and you're like oh, i don't know you know what's the worst that can happen you make a new t- connection you know set yourself a goal of maybe two people a month and yeah. so on and so on so we hope we've encouraged you a bit we've we've brought some inspiration and some much needed giggles to this world and thank you for listening. And until next time, thanks for joining us on That Solo Life.